are listening to the Blade and Chalice podcast, hosted by David Kahn. Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode in the Blade and Chalice podcast. Last week, I talked about how collectively we're passing through the eye of the needle and how the next few months are really critical for determining the world we will live in for the next four to five years. In this episode, I want to explore the concept of timelines in even greater detail, as it's something that's coming up for me personally and also for everyone else I know. I read an article recently that was um, investigating the mental health of people over the last few months with everything that's happening with COVID and uh, you know now the riots. And 95% of the respondents said they feel great anxiety about the future. And I don't blame them. I mean, when have we ever put the economy on hold for a few months and kept 3 billion people at home? Um, you know, that's basically everything was brought to a grinding halt. That has never happened. That is unprecedented in itself. I can't imagine the epiphanies and reflections that people began to have when they, for, when they, for the first time, maybe sat with themselves and did nothing. I couldn't imagine if in some areas the Wi-Fi was out for a day or two and they can't leave the house and they basically have to have an enforced meditation retreat unless they had a collection of board games or, you know, books or something they could catch up on. Um, But what I'm getting at here is it's time to reflect. And, you know, often when we stop and pause, that's the time we go, what the hell have I been doing? What the hell, where the hell am I going? And especially when systems are literally collapsing and our way of doing things is not working anymore. That uncertainty is completely justified. However, for people that are on a conscious path or spiritual path, we recognize that we actually are responsible for the future that we experience. I'm going to explain that a little further. So everything's kind of a probability. A probability in the sense that this might happen or that might happen. Donald Trump might win the election. He might not win the election. However, theoretical physics has been saying that there's an infinite number of parallel universes out there. That's part of the multiverse theory. And that basically, when you really think about it, An infinite number is so great, that means that any possible outcome of a position of an electron is possible, and it's happened somewhere. So every possibility has occurred. Now, timelines, how do they play into parallel universes? Well, timelines are the navigational pathways between parallel worlds that have been known to shamans, seers, and mystics for millennia. And they are our time-space vehicle for bringing about certain states of existence. You could say that a timeline is the path or the intermediary layers between where we are now and an anchor point or a target frequency. The timeline is the unfolding process or the becoming of the events between where we are right now and that target frequency in whatever those events happen to look like. It's kind of like a train. So a train picks you up where you're at 
and it takes you to a particular destination. And you're locked on that train until you reach a station, just like you're locked into a timeline until a sort of window of opportunity arises. If you've ever been in a job, a relationship, a housing situation, or some other contract, it just didn't feel like you could leave or like leaving was possible until a certain event happened. And that's sort of the window in the timeline. You know, let's say that, uh, you know, you feel like you're in a relationship and it's not going to change. And then all of a sudden, you know, they come home with some news and there's now a possibility the relationship might continue or it might not continue. And see, in one universe, it does continue. And in another set of parallel universes, the relationship does not continue. So both do happen. It's just which outcome do you experience? And so right now, it's like the train has pulled up to the Grand Central Station where many, many trains gather. The unrest, chaos, and fear that's happening is also meeting the awakening, the cosmic energies hitting the earth. And it's created a situation where the future actually holds a tremendous amount of potential. This potential can be for a very, very positive outcome that's harmonious and based in a collective experience of truth, freedom, and prosperity. Or it can be based on one of restriction, enslavement, and fear, pitting groups against each other. And that's what can arise with great potential, some form of order out of the chaos. But what controls that order? What controls the timeline we actually experience? And the answer to that is the state of being, our state of being, both individually and collectively, communally, and on a larger global collective as well. We can consciously choose a timeline by maintaining the state of being that we want to cultivate and surrendering to the flow of reality as it brings us along that stream. The number of synchronistic right place at the right time events will increase. This will also include the breaking away of things that just don't belong with the vibration that we're aiming for. I'm convinced that my house <laughs> flooded a couple weeks ago and uh, all my worldly possessions destroyed in the process was actually to purify and liberate a part of me that was stuck in my old life. So because I've committed to a sort of a vibration or a timeline, anything in my life that doesn't serve that is going to be destroyed in the process. And it's up to me to not let that get me down. I can't go into victim mode over this. If I feel angry, depressed, or try to blame someone else over this incident, I would end up spinning off in another direction. And I would lose resonance with the timeline that I'm currently aiming for. That is just not something I'm willing to do. When we actually learn the mechanics of how this works, we start to value things quite a bit differently. The other thing, of course, is that timelines can unconsciously be chosen for us when we play into fear, outrage, or letting the stories of other people influence us. Um, the reason that so many in the world experience a great deal of suffering is simply because they let other people tell them how reality works and they willfully go along with it. Think about how many people watch the news or read news articles from large syndicated publications and the trendy uh, magazines and blogs out there 
that just reinforce a consistent worldview filled with terror, fear, and blame based on a dogmatic mockery of science that operates like a cult in the way it unscientifically mocks and disregards anything that doesn't fit into its script of personal disempowerment. You know, many people rely on science these days for answers. They feel it's objective. But true science is the science of the Renaissance alchemist or Einstein or these individuals who would basically say, I wonder what would happen if I did this. I'm going to investigate. Or, hey, that's an interesting theory. Let me explore it. Not this modern academia, these tenured scientists who basically sit in their lofty perches and say, oh, we are the arbiters of truth. If you don't go along with what we tell you, we will mock you and discredit you and not publish you. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like the church when Copernicus claimed the earth is not at the center of the universe. And so we have to begin to realize that science is operating out of a model and that that model is going to change as we learn more and that we have to be open to that change and that right now science can be used by people in positions of power to reinforce a sort of worldview that allows us to be taken down a particular timeline. And if you want more evidence of this, just look at the way that science treats the alternative health industry. Look at the way that mainstream science basically talks about things like fa juice fasting in a negative light and talks about things relating to the higher potentials of the human biology as things of make-believe when people are actually experiencing those things firsthand. And when you've experienced anything outside of the ordinary firsthand and it's giving you that visceral feeling, there is no person in a lab coat or a white suit that can tell you otherwise. We're simply just not free to choose a timeline when we're consciously and subconsciously receiving impressions from sources that seek to tell us how to behave. In order to consciously choose a timeline, we have to take 100% responsibility, not only for our actions, but for where we place our attention. And right now, because of all the uncertainty in the world and all the chaos, people are desperately engorging themselves, consuming mass media and alternative media sources, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And this is a very bad idea if you're trying to align yourself with an optimal outcome. Yes, it's important to know if your roof is on fire. But beyond that, you really don't need to hear the opinion of every asshole talking head on CNN who's been indoctrinated into a sterilized, mechanistic worldview to tell you what to think. Frankly, you're worth way more than that. What you want to do, if I was you, <laughs> is quiet down. Start to find a balance for the chronically overstimulated nervous system that we are all facing when we live in a modern society, and especially during challenging times. Allow that quiet inner voice to speak to you. When you start feeling really expansive and relaxed and alive and deep in your own mojo, that's the place to start coming up with ideas of where you want to go. There's an old school chart from a book. I remember seeing this as a kid, like I was eight years old and I was at a friend's house. I saw this chart. 
It's from a book called Power Versus Force, and it's the scale of consciousness. Uh, if you Google Power Versus Force chart or Google Power Versus Force scale of consciousness, you'll see what I'm talking about. Basically, it's a rating of how our dominant emotional state affects the way that we see the world and we magnetize certain situations to confirm our worldview. When we're at a certain emotional vibration or higher, we're in control. We are in our own power. And when we're at a stage of pride, anger, fear, desire, guilt, or lower, we're in a state of force where we are being controlled by external forces. And these are our emotions are actually getting the best of us and also the shadowy forces out there. When I say shadowy forces, um, you know, you can think of it as they're, they're just kind of floating around in a lot of ways, you know, like the force of um, fundamentalist religion. <laughs> it's just a, a non-corporeal force waiting for a human host to jump into and start preaching nonsense. Uh, we have to be completely responsible for our state of being when we are navigating timelines or just to succeed in life, actually. It's not even about timelines. But with uh, timeline navigation, it's important not to get attached to the form of things, but rather the state of being or vibration of the thing that we want to attract. The universe tends to work in mysterious ways. And if we try to rigidly hold on to an idea we might actually miss out on a much bigger potential. We magnetize situations, events, places, people that match our internal state of being, not what things look like on the outside. Another important facet in all of this is to align with other people who have a similar outlook. You know, being around people who want to rise in their own power and, you know, unite in a collective form of power and surrounding ourselves with people who have a strong resonance with truth and freedom and they want to live expansively even in challenging times. I mean, that's just plain old good advice. Um, you know, those type of, that type of state of being is contagious and it tends to amplify when more and more people come together like that. It's almost a, a universal law of unity. The more people that are aligned in a particular direction, the more it multiplies. It doesn't just add together, it multiplies together. And if you don't know anyone like that, you're just listening to this podcast on a whim and, you know, you uh, randomly heard, hey, you know, maybe I should find some better friends. Um, that's okay, because I've got something awesome to tell you. Um, when I tuned in, um, I came up with this uh, mission, essentially, for me to go ahead and host a large-scale effort to harness the power of group unity and align anyone that wants to participate with their optimal timeline. So it, this is far more powerful than anything we can do externally as it addresses the root cause of the issue, and that's our state of being. When our state of being is taken care of, everything else follows suit from there. It's like, you, you, you ever heard the thing, it's like, stop trying? Well, stop trying because you're, you're trying from a place of you don't have it. You don't have that internal state already figured out. It's like you're trying to externally control. Well, this is basically getting the right internal state. This is the real magic. This is the real Zen master trying to explain to the student, stop trying and just be. And that's what it is, is it's getting straightened out and getting the vibration of where you want to align. 
getting that done. And in this group is going to uh, basically invoke those, those sort of energies that will allow that to happen in any way that needs to for you. This is open to anyone who is interested and I host it on YouTube Live. It's by donation and even the donation is completely optional. It's not really not about money. This is about doing good work with people. This alignment process will run weekly starting on Saturday, July 4th. I know it's Independence Day and there's a reason for that day. I've included the link in the description below with more information and regist registration for the event. And when we get together and do this as a group, it is exponentially more powerful than trying to do it alone. But you really got to come and experience the magic. Even with distance and, you know, screens in the way, this still works. Trust me, I've been exposed to many of these type of things over the last few months when we've all been in isolation. So this process will help to create the ideal circumstances in all of our lives to bring about the future we desire most and to really harness <clears throat> and capitalize on this eye of the needle period that we're going through to really hit it right so that the four to five years that follow are where they need to be. I'll say this too, looking at things astrologically, we're in for a little bit of a ride for the next year and a half, but some of this stuff just has to come up. It's part of the getting better process. It's part of, you know, your body gives you the flu so it can heal. Well, that's kind of what it is. You know, the, the, we have to go through a bit of a collective healing crisis. We have to bring these things that have been hidden up to the surface so they can actually be purified. So I'm not saying all this is going to be easy. Everything's going to be taken care of and it's going to be cupcakes and rainbows. What I'm saying is it's going to be the best timeline for truth, freedom, prosperity. Well, this has been really fun. I love talking about timelines and exploring all of these amazing ideas. And I just wanted to announce too, I've got some really amazing guests, some really powerful women that have uh, really influenced me in my life. They're going to be jumping on the show in the next few episodes. And so I just wanted to put that out there that you should really tune in as you're going to hear some perspectives from some very powerful women that are involved in conscious work. So tune in next time. I'm going to try to keep these happening once a week. And I'll just leave you with a little bit of a summary on timelines. Uh, timelines are the vehicle of unfolding to greater potentials. And as one of my teachers once said, you cannot go out and change the world, but you can change the world that you are in. Meditate on that one and I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.